Hey, my friend, does your team sometimes get challenged or pushed to the very edge when they're faced with a problem and they don't know how to handle it? Or are they always coming to you when there's a problem and you just don't have time to deal with it? Well, if that's something you're struggling with, then stay tuned because in this episode, we're going to dive into collaborative problem solving. All right, leaders, over the last two weeks, we have dove into a three-part series. Um, And so our first episode, we talked about conquering conflict with joy. And then last week, we talked about building those bridges with uh, an understanding and empathy. And all for the purpose of creating an environment where you're moving from clashing and kind of confrontation to an environment that's harmonious and comfortable, welcoming, um, and just a really good, feel-good work environment, right? And so in this episode, we're going to dive into strategy number three, and we're talking about implementing collaborative problem-solving skills. And really, what does that look like and how you're going to be able to implement that in your work environment? So listen up and let's dive in. Hello, my friends, Crystal Dakuna here, and I am thrilled to welcome you back to the Leaders Listen Up podcast presented by The Inside View. Hey, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. And if you are joining us again, thank you so much for your continued support. I'm your host and your friend. And each week, our goal is to equip you with actionable tactical tools so that you can start to implement in your team, allowing you to design that epic environment that creates loyalty for your customers and your employees, retention, a high level of sales, and ultimately deliver an outstanding customer and employee experience. My friend, my leader, we want you to be the people's champion for your team and for your customers. All right, so we've made it to the grand finale. We've gotten through two uh, episodes of this three-part series. And today, again, we're diving into this idea of how do you come together to problem solve? And it really got me thinking of um, one of my mentors, Simon Sinek. I've read every book and I've just always admired the way he communicates uh, and the way he's able to bring people together uh, in a lot of his methodologies. And one of the things I remember him saying was, you know, the strength of a team is each individual member. But the strength of each individual member is the team, my friends. Think about that. Let me say that again. I want it to really sink in. The strength of a team is each individual member who perhaps you've picked and you've selected for their talents. But the strength of a member, of one person on that team, is the fact that they have a team to support them. They have the tools. They have all the resources they need to get up further ahead. So when I think of collaborative problem solving, let's explore this a little bit more and let's dive into how your team can come together to really create an epic environment. All right, so strategy number three is about implementing this collaborative problem solving skill. Again, we're trying to transition from your current environment, which may have a little bit of clash, a little bit of conflict, to creating that environment that's engaging, connected, um, inclusive, and harmonious, right? And so problem solving, problems come up every day, yes? In every business and every day, they come up in every way. Problems are just, you know, I think in one of the previous episodes, I talk about one of our problems we have is that we think we're not supposed to have problems. It's okay to have a problem. We just have to be proactive in how we're going to solve it. We have to approach a problem with that high level of 
really empathy and understanding that we want to be able to solve it. And so when I was thinking of, you know, problem solving, it was really inspired by my last trip to Disney. Uh, so just this past April, uh, my son Zarek and I went to Disney and uh, I was out there for a conference and uh, we're like, okay, let's go enjoy a couple of days in Disney. And my son's 20. So, you know, doing Disney with a 20 year old was super fun, so different than how we had done Disney in the past. So, you know, him and I, we just explored, but one of our favorite places uh, was to go to the Lego Legoland Lego uh, store. And I tell you, if you've never been, you got to go. It's fantastic. But, you know, you feel like a kid when you walk in there. There's such beautiful things that they've done with Lego. Um, They've created the most amazing, like, just works of art, really absolutely works of art. And I got thinking about all the Lego that I had bought my son um, because he went through a phase. You know, I think he was like 10 maybe like 10 to 14. It was Harry Potter days when Harry Potter was was really big for him. And I remember one Christmas buying him like four different Harry Potter uh, Lego sets. And then the next Christmas buying him a couple more and and he was collecting these, these Harry Potter sets. But what happens, my friends, when you miss one piece? One piece of Lego, right? And so when I was thinking of problem solving, it's kind of like Lego, right? Is that you have to have every piece. And if you have every piece, every piece has its unique spot, its unique place. If you follow the instructions, if you watch the picture, every piece is designed to fit together. And if they fit together, then voila, you've got the perfect castle, the perfect spaceship, whatever it might be. Your team, my friends, is the same, right? And so your team, it's kind of like this pile of genius Lego, but when they're put into place perfectly and a leader can guide them and direct them into the right places, what a beautiful creation, right? What a beautiful creation. And so when we're thinking about collaborative problem solving, I want you to be able to help your team with the skills uh, to problem solve proactively and really problem solve with, with childlike curiosity, And so I was trying to, you know, me and my acronyms, I was trying to come up with a way to kind of remember this. When you're in that challenging situation, you're going to think of step, right? And so step is another, it's an action step. uh, And I'm going to take you through it. S-T-E-P. I know I overdo with the acronyms, but it's the best way for me to remember them. And so the last two episodes, I shared with you the joy method, uh, how to transition from a conflict into joy. And then we talked about the art method, how to build uh, empathy and understanding with the art method. And so, of course, I had to kind of finish the series off with another acronym, right? All right. So the step, uh, I'm going to call them step action steps, maybe not a method. Um, But I was thinking of like, what, how do I go through this in my mind when we're trying to problem solve? And so number one is, it's really about setting the scene, right? Think of kind of like cast members uh, in a blockbuster movie. I was thinking so much about Disney because that trip was really, it was just such a fun trip because, you know, I was working, I got an opportunity to do a, a keynote, but I was able to put some fun in there. And just doing Disney with a 20-year-old is a completely different lens. Everything we were doing, we were learning from. He was learning from, I was learning from. We were really soaking it up all, all in. And so, you know, you really want to be able to set the scene kind of like that blockbuster movie, right? Everybody understands their role. In particular, I was thinking of Disney because you go to a restaurant and it's like a movie. It's like you're walking into a set. Um, they they use the language, they use the the costumes, the music. So we went to one of these restaurants that was all Star Wars themed. And so it was really cool. They had cocktails and great little appetizers. And I guess in Star Wars, 
they have a bar that's kind of like that, or it is like that. Um, but again, I don't watch this show. I didn't know, but Zurich was all over it. And so when we went in, like the hosts greeted us with those, you know, the the words, the Star Wars language type of idea. They had fun with Zurich with it. We got in and, and the hostess was had, of course, they, they were all decked out. But everybody in that environment had a specific role. So there was security at the door. There was hosts at the door. There was the servers. There was a DJ. There was a bartenders who were like flare bar bartenders, there was somebody cleaning, every element of that experience had somebody in control of it, right? And the stakes are really high because, you know, one piece went missing. If that DJ wasn't as engaging or the bartender wasn't as engaging, then it would have fallen flat, right? And so everybody had to contribute. And so you want to be able to, when you're thinking of a collaborative problem-solving approach, you got to set the stage. You got to make sure that everybody knows what their role is. So if you're leading this this collaborative problem solving, and if you're not leading, if you're getting your team to kind of go through it, say, hey guys, first step, let's set the scene. What is everybody's role going to be? What is the problem? And you know, what is everybody going to contribute to it? Because use your skills, use your fascination advantage, which I've talked about in previous episodes, use your fascination advantage to contribute to that particular problem, right? Okay, so that's step one, setting the scene. Step two, it's about tackling things together, right? Tackling it together, not just saying, well, you know, she's good with numbers, let her do the numbers. And well, he's a tech guy, let him do all the tech. Here's the thing, my friend, have you ever run a three-legged race, right? The point isn't to make you fall, it's to make you sync up right? A three-legged race isn't so that everybody topples over. It's so that you're doing it together. So tackle these challenges together, right? And so if somebody's doing all the tech, well, maybe the project is very tech heavy. So is that fair? No. So maybe one person leads tech, but maybe everybody else helps around it in certain areas. So think of tackling these problems together so that nobody falls down because you want to make sure that you're supporting your team and that you're you're moving forward together. All right. Next is about evaluating and evolving. And, you know, what got me thinking about this was I was driving the other day down the street and they started advertising for Haunt Manor. Haunt Manor is like this haunted house, hayride, corn maze type of idea uh, that we we have here in our region every fall. And I thought, oh my God, it's still summertime, but they're advertising already. And it reminded me of a time where I got lost in a corn maze. Has anybody ever done one of those mazes in like a pumpkin patch? Um, if, If you've ever found yourself in a maze like that, you'll understand what I mean, right? Or if you've ever done one of those like maze houses where you have to go in, you have to problem solve your way through it. You know what I mean? Uh, I've never done one because I'm not really, I'm kind of nervous of those, but I did do haunted houses all the time when I was younger, uh, living here in Niagara Falls. We have all sorts of them and I did all of them. But here's the thing, you have to evaluate and evolve, right? And so you have to look at it and say, okay, where do I go? What do I do? And evaluate along the way. Oh, that road's muddy or that one, you know, is going to take us too long or that's too hard and change and shift along the way. So when you're collaboratively problem solving, take your team through this. It's like, okay, guys, at every step, maybe it's every day, maybe it's every week. What did we learn this week? What did we learn today? And how are we going to do it different tomorrow? What do we need to improve on or adjust for tomorrow? Right? So think about evaluating and evolving 
every step of the way as you're coming together as a team. And these are great open conversations. These aren't things that you want to like be really mindful. Okay, today we're going to evaluate and evolve. What does that look like? Have that 30-minute, one-hour conversation on what, what happened yesterday or what happened last week or what happened an hour ago and how are we going to adjust, right? Okay, last one is about praising and proceeding. I love praise. Y'all know I love praise. I love toasting good behavior. I love cheersing celebrations. I love celebrating people because the more you celebrate people, the better they feel. And the better they feel, the more joy it brings to your environment. And so praise and proceed. Remember to toss that confetti when problems get solved right? From the dollar store, I buy these little confetti poppers. They're like a buck for a pack of 10. I'm telling you, buy them. They're so much fun. And every time you solve a problem or your team solves a problem, pop the confetti and, you know, just celebrate with them, uh, acknowledging their collective efforts, acknowledging how good they work together. My friend, that will harness such great momentum going forward. So number four, praise and proceed. Thank you so much for for doing a great job. Congratulations. You followed our core values by doing this, this, and this. You contributed to our vision and our mission by doing this, this, and this. All of those things, my friends, help them to come together and help them to remember why they're doing this. Right. And really, again, a Maslow's hierarchy of human needs. People need to know that their effort is making a difference. And so they need to know and feel significant. And by you praising their process and praising how they're proceeding, um, they're they're going to feel significant. They're going to feel like their effort makes a difference. These are these little things, my friends, that transition your organization from others. These are the things that contribute to an environment where people aren't choosing you because you pay more or because, you know, you have better hours. They're choosing you because you're leading them to a place they can't go on their own. You're leading them to be better leaders. You know, so many leaders have this uh, view that, well, if we pay them more, well, they have great people because they pay them more. It has nothing to do with paying people more. Of course, you have to pay a fair wage. There's That's non-negotiable. But outside of a fair wage, do they feel inspired? Do they feel like they're contributing? Do they feel significant? Those are all very meaningful contributions to making sure that you retain and keep top talent. All right, my friends, I hope you took away some nuggets in this week's episode. You know, this is all about emphasizing that importance on growing together and collaborating as a team, problem solving together. So over the last three weeks, I hope you felt inspired uh, in this three-part series. And hey, this was inspired by you. So if you have questions, concerns, uh, challenges that you're going through, let us know what they are. I would be delighted to design an episode specifically for your team and your challenges. But week one, we talked a lot about conflict and joy and and transitioning from conflict to joy. Week two, we talked about understanding and empathy and how to practice it at a high level. And then this episode, we dove into really making sure that we're collaboratively problem solving. So my friends, if you're transitioning your environment from a clash and a conflicting environment to really one that's harmonious, where everyone collaborates and works together. Now, it doesn't happen overnight. Listen, it does not happen overnight. But how do you eat an elephant? 
one bite at a time or one episode of it at a time. So thank you so much for tuning in and let us know your thoughts. My name is Crystal DeCuna. It's been a pleasure spending some time with you. I appreciate you tuning in. Continue to listen to the Leaders Listen Up podcast and check us out on YouTube uh, at gettheinsideview.com for more information about all of our cool events. We actually have a really cool event. Oh, I should tell you about that. We have an amazing learning experience coming up for leaders. Um, I'll put the details in the show notes, but uh, it's pretty cool. So we have our next cohort of the Leaders uh, leadership Experience Excellence coming up at the end of October. But aside from that, we've designed an epic learning experience that's taking us overseas. Um, and it is a learning experience like no other. So check out the show notes for more details on that. And it is an application process where we're looking for leaders that are really looking to do things differently because uh, we're learning from one of the world's fastest growing economies. And I'll probably do another episode on it. But anyways, I'll put the details in the show notes. So check it out. All right. Be sure to subscribe and stay connected to us on all of our social media platforms, my friends. Until next time, leader, continue to lead, continue to learn. And of course, always listen up.